Aloha everyone, welcome to Sasha Spins where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Before we get started though, I wanted to wish everyone a happy new year. This is my favorite time of the year and I hope everyone had an amazing holiday with their family, their friends, their loved ones. Hope it was safe and you just enjoyed your time away if you were able to get away. Um, I'm so sad that it's coming to an end, which means I'll have to take down my Christmas tree and all of the decorations I have set up. And to be perfectly honest, that probably will not happen until maybe March. <laughs> so today's podcast, we're just going to talk about boutique fitness studios. And if you've never been to one before, I just want to offer 10 tips and different points of etiquette that you'll want to observe when you go. If you've never been to one and you're excited and thinking about trying the cycling studio down the street or the new bar studio that opened up, I know it can be kind of intimidating if you've never been in those environments before. So today I just want to offer a couple of tips that will make it easy for you when you get there so you kind of have an idea of what's going to go on. So the first point is to, the first tip that I have, this applies to studio, but also life. Just show up on time. Um, If the class starts at 6.30, it starts at 6.30. It doesn't start at 6.32 or 6.33. It starts at 6.30. So always be on time. If you are regular, you're comfortable with the space, you can maybe show up five or 10 minutes ahead of time, especially if setup is required. If it's a cycling studio, you need to get clipped in, get your water, If it's a yoga studio, you know, you get your hand weights or roll out your mats. So just show up on time. Make it easy for yourself. Make it easy for the instructor and show up on time. Plus, there are some studios that will lock the doors like five or 10 minutes before class starts. Like the gym that I go to, they will lock the door 10 minutes or sorry, right when class starts and they will just not let you in afterwards. So you definitely don't want that to happen to you. So show up on time. Number two. If it's your first time at the studio, particularly a cycling studio, and a lot of the tips that I'm going to be giving are coming from a cycling perspective, but these are applicable to any boutique fitness studio. So just take that, take what I want you to take away from this is that this is not just only applicable to cycling, this is applicable to the majority of boutique fitness studios. So if it's your first ride or if it's your first class, show up at least 15 minutes beforehand. This is very important for several reasons. In cycling, you have to get clipped in. If it's your first time, we have to show you how to set up your bike and set it up for you and then at Cycle Bar, we have monitors, so we have to show you what the RPM monitor is, show you what the resistance knob is, just go over a lot of things with you. That all takes time, and it takes away from your experience when you are late, and we may not be able to walk you through things, so please show up 15 minutes ahead of time. There are things that you need to sign your own waiver and we'll need to give you a tour of the studio. So it's really important for you to show up for your first, at least your first or second ride, to show up at least 15 minutes ahead of time. So this is the biggest one that I think I see people violate and I do not understand why people do this. On a certain level, I understand it, but at the same time, I just don't understand it if I'm being honest. So tip number three, no cell phones in the studio. 
leave your cell phone in your locker. You can bring it up with you. I wouldn't even say leave it in your car, okay? Because some of us are not coming from to our workouts. We're not driving to our workouts. You may be coming from the Metro or an Uber or whatever. So you're gonna have your phone with you and that's fine. But leave your cell phone in your locker. Absolutely no cell phones in the studio. I cannot tell you how disrespectful it is, how distracting it is, how rude it is to be in the middle of a workout and someone pulls out their phone and starts texting. And that's happened before or takes a phone call. That has also happened before. I used to teach a 6 a.m. class in D.C. and this woman would be sitting in the front row just texting the entire time. And I just so many people complained to me about it because they were, you know, they're paying clients too. And they don't want to see your screen lit up there in the studio, especially if it's a dark studio. So just don't just don't bring your phone into the studio. There's just no need for it. We're so connected to screens all the time at any given basis on any given day that this is just 45 minutes to an hour to just be disconnected. So allow yourself to be disconnected. No cell phones in the studio. So tip number four, no talking during class. Um, I always say that in a cycling class, if you have energy to talk, then you do not have, then you're not doing the ride. (laughs) So there, you know, you may come with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or bring your husband or whatever. And you know, something's happening and you both want to laugh about it or talk or you know, whatever. I've seen that happen before. And that's okay for like, wow, that was hard. I won't say it's okay, but you know, it's a little bit more acceptable, but full-blown conversations in the middle of class, it's just unnecessary. So don't do it. You wouldn't do it in a meeting at work. So the respect that you would show at your office this is our office, you know, as an instructor, this is our office, this is our space. And as as paying clients, this is their space and they are not paying to hear you talk about anything. So just be courteous of the people around you and no talking. So tip number five, if you need to leave early, just let the instructor know beforehand. It's happened a couple of times during class where someone will just get up and walk out and now I'm concerned because I'm like oh my god are they dying like what's happening what's going on should I go after them should I save them you know there's so too many things that go through my mind when I see someone leave early so just do the instructor a favor and just let them know that you're going to be leaving early that you need to leave beforehand and most instructors are cool with that I don't think there's any instructor out there that would be like no you can't take the class because you need to leave early and you need to stay for the whole thing you know there is no instructor out there we're not going to hold you hostage or captive just give us a heads up so we're not like going crazy up there um tip number six this is a stickler I'm a stickler on this one if you need to leave class right after it's done and you cannot stay for the cool down just to leave. Do not leave in the middle of the cool down. If you if you, if you can't stay for the entire cool down, just leave altogether. Um, that's just really a safety thing. It's dark in the room. Um, when we are trying to do our cool down and you're trying to leave in the middle of it, you're trying to get unclipped and you're just trying to wade through people who are doing their own stretches, it's very distracting. And on top of it being distracting, it is very dangerous. And I've seen people try to elbow their way like they they realize halfway through the cool down they're like oh I need to leave so they'll hop off their bike and try to elbow their way through people and I've seen someone you know kind of get hurt during that and it would 
that would not have happened if they had stayed for the entirety of the cool down or if they left right after the class start ended before the cool down. So just do me a favor, do yourself a favor. It's really dangerous to be trying to move around that studio when we're in different phases of our stretch. So if you cannot stay for the entire cool down, just leave right after class ends. Um, tip number seven, this, you may talk to instructors that feel differently about this, but I think this is more a point of etiquette. So I wanted to throw it in there, but it may not apply for some instructors or some studio environments and that's okay. Um, this is just me and this is something that I've noticed and I, this is something that is distracting to me and other instructors that I've talked to. So I wanted to throw it in. So if you plan on doing the exact opposite of everything your instructor is asking you to do, guiding you through during the workout, please do not sit in the second or like front row. Don't sit in the front row. Hang out in the second row. Hang out on the sidebar, but do not sit in the front row. You know, it's some instructors are very much like if you can't hit every piece of choreography and stay on the beat that I'm telling you to, I want I don't want you in my front row. This is not what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to specifically people who are doing the purposefully doing the exact opposite of what you're telling them to do. Um, there is a client and she will come in sometimes and <laughs> will be she'll sit in the front row in the same place during the arm set and I'm telling us to do bicep curls and she's doing overhead presses. I'm telling us to do chest presses and now she wants to do the bicep curls. You know, she's not here for the guided workout and that's okay. We're at all, we're all at different places in our journey. We all come to our workouts to get different things from it and that's totally fine. I totally respect that 110%. So it's one thing to be in a different place in your journey and maybe not be able to keep up with everyone else. And I totally get that. I would never tell anyone to sit in the back row or sit in the second row as a result of that. But if you are just dead set on coming in and you're like, okay, I need my cardio for 45 minutes and this is my cardio for cardio for 45 minutes and I'm going to do my own cardio and I'm not going to listen to what the instructor says, consider sitting in the second row or the third row. And I also, and I put this in there because other clients, again, this is something clients have brought to me. Like it was very distracting for me what X, Y, and Z person was doing in the front row. That was very frustrating for me. And I've had clients come and say that. So again, these are just etiquette tips. So etiquette serves not only us, but the people around us. So it's just a matter of being courteous and being mindful of what we're doing in that space and how it impacts others. So moving along, tip number eight. If the showers and the bathrooms in the studio are in the same stall. And if you need to shower, maybe wait until the next class starts. So in my studio, our classes are 15. They happen within 15 minutes of each other. So if my class ends at eight o'clock, the next, or it starts at eight and it ends at 8.45, the next class is going to start at nine o'clock. And there are some studios, they set their, their timers or the time between their classes at 30 minutes. However they do it, every studio is different, but this is more of so a matter of layout at one of the studios that I teach at the bathrooms, the, the bathroom, 
is in the same stall as the showers. They're all together. So if someone is in there taking a shower, now there's only one bathroom available to use. And if it's between, if it's like a turnover transition between classes happening, that line is crazy. So just to be considerate of the people around you, if you can wait to shower, please wait that 15 minutes until the next class to take your shower. If you can't wait, hop off your bike at the end of class and run there and take the quickest shower possible. I swear, I think there are some people that give birth in these bathrooms because I'm like, there ain't no reason why anyone should be in a bathroom for 30 minutes. I come from a big family though. So I am used to three to five minute long showers. You run out, you get dressed and it's done. You're done with everything. I can get ready for anything in 10 minutes. That's just me personally at the studio, even shorter amounts of time. So I get that we all have days that we need to get to and we may need to shower in that space after class and that's totally fine just be mindful of the fact that there are a lot of people probably using waiting to use that restroom and when you take up one stall to shower during this transition from one class ending to another one beginning you are creating a serious bottleneck so just be considerate of that and be mindful of that even if you can wait to shower we love you we appreciate you Thank you for being considerate. Um, Number nine, late cancels. Life happens. I get it. There are some times where I've had to, I've set myself up for a workout and just something happens at the last minute and I need to cancel and I won't be able to make it. So I need to cancel. Hit that late cancel button. There are a lot of classes around the beginning, especially at the beginning of the year and the holidays where people are signing up because they're home for the holidays or, you know, at the after New Year, people want to get into their new fitness, whatever, you know, routine. So they're going to start booking all these classes and you won't be able to make it. And that's okay. Here's the thing, though, the way wait lists work, (laughs) I always tell people when they see a class that's fully booked, it's full. I always tell them to hop on the wait list. The wait list works. People will always drop off. The thing though is the wait list works because people late cancel. So when you are not able to make it to a class, but you don't late cancel, you are taking up a spot for someone else that could possibly be in there. And here's the thing, you may get charged for the late cancel anyway, but at least you'll generally get that class credited back to you. If you not only late if you don't show up and you don't like cancel you get the charge and then you don't get the class like credited back to you so like do yourself a favor and just late cancel and like you don't even have to if it makes you feel better you can call the studio you know some studios are absolutely willing to work with you especially in the dc area we know that things are just unpredictable the metro breaks down um there's a pile up on the highway you know we understand that in this area so give us a call or just late cancel and let us know what's going on. And some studio owners and studio managers are really fantastic about being like, Hey, we understand we won't even hit you with that late cancel fee or we'll give you, uh, we'll give you the credit back, but you don't know if that's going to happen if you don't call and let us know what's up. So call and let us know what's up and late cancel, you know, be courteous. If you know, you're not going to make it cancel. So someone else can get into the class. And this is just the last tip. Um, It's a point of etiquette, but it's not applicable at every studio. Wipe down your equipment. Some studios, they will wipe down your equipment and they will clean for you. Other studios, 
are just like, hey, we're going to entrust you to wipe down your own stuff and call it a day because I am crazy. I never get on any piece of equipment without wiping it down first. (laughs) I trust that the staff at all the studios are doing their jobs. I trust that, but I'm also crazy. So I just wipe down everything before I even get on it. So that is just maybe the studios wipe them down. Maybe they don't, but just be kind. Just be courteous. At Cycle Bar at my studio, we leave wet night, uh, one of my studios anyway, not both of them. We leave those wet wipes for you on your bike. So just take them, wipe down your equipment, wipe down the hand, uh, wipe down the bars and get on out of there. So those are just 10 etiquette tips that I wanted to just drop real quick and share with you if you've never been to a boutique fitness industry or studio and you're thinking about going to one and you're like, hey, I don't know, I don't know about this or I don't know about that or you really don't know what to do and you had questions. I hope this was helpful for you. If so, definitely let me know. Hit me up on Instagram at Sasha Spins. We'll talk about it. If there's anything that I forgot, absolutely let me know. And until the next time, peace out. Happy New Year, everyone. If you set goals, if you set resolutions for yourself, I hope that you are on track to smashing them, working with them, just meeting all of the goals that you want to meet this year. 2020 is, I have a feeling it's going to be a big one and we can, we are all starting at the same place. So I hope we all finish at the end of the year at the same place and meet all of our goals, but we got 12 months to get it done. So definitely hit me up and let me know. I want to know about your goals. I want to know what you're thinking about accomplishing. And I also want to know if you're like, Hey, Sasha, these tips were dumb or these tips were really helpful. Let me know. You can hit me up on Instagram at Sasha Spins or leave me a voice note here on Anchor FM. And until next time, peace out.